0: Welcome to the audio podcast of the weekly sermon of the First Presbyterian Church of Brooklyn. We continue our multi access worship, both online and in our recently renovated sanctuary. During the summer months, from July Fourth weekend through Labor Day weekend, our worship will be live Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We are live on firstchurchbrooklyn.org, as well as the church Facebook page at facebook.com/firstchurchbrooklyn, all one word, no spaces. Now, this week's message.
1: That may be my favorite scripture in all of the Bible. I think it's probably the the text that most conditions how I actually live my life on the day-to-day is is reference to this verse. Because what he's done is he's asked his disciples that he's been hanging out with for a while, a few years now, Who do people say that I am? Right? These folks who've encountered Jesus in all kinds of contexts. Who, what do they think of me? Who do they think I am? And uh, you're a prophet, you're a teacher, you're, you're like Moses, come back, you're something. But they don't realize who he really is. Peter's the one who says who he really is. He's the only one who understands. And Jesus says that flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you. Which is to say, if you just saw Jesus out in the world, even if you lived there in the first century, hanging out with Jesus, or if he was among us today, passing you on the street, there's nothing about him that would tell you that he is the Son of God. There's nothing that would key you into the meaning of his life. He'd just be a person, like you and I, Because we measure ourselves and one another through these eyes of flesh and blood. We measure each other through flesh and blood. Which is a different measurement from God's. How God sees the world, how God sees you and I, the meaning of your life and mine is different when seen through God's eyes. We live in a performance-based society, right, where so many aspects of our lives are analyzed in terms of metrics, right, in terms of of different reference points, your, your salary, your job title, your credentials, where you live, what your apartment looks like, if you have children, if your children are cool or... All kinds of different ways of analyzing the value of people relative to other people and stations and statuses. Right? We can we can. I mean, I I think at the most acute level, we see this on social media or even professional media, you know, LinkedIn or something. Where how many how many connections do you have? How many references do you have? Who do you know? How many engagements do you get? How many followers do you have? What does your content look like? And it's all this, this way of, of calcifying the dynamics of our lives into a single frame, into this rigid structure, this imposition of boundaries and meaning. I mean, think about the way that a frame works, the way that it, it focuses on one thing, The thing that it believes is important and excises everything that's outside of it. And I think we live in a world that does that to us. That fails to see the whole of ourselves. But it is constantly reducing us to this particular frame. To these things that the world finds are important. And abandons all the other complex and beautiful things about our lives. But the thing is that God uses a different kind of measurement. There's a different kind of frame that determines the meaning of our lives. And I want to read just really briefly from from Revelation. Book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 15 and 17. It says, And he who talked to me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city and its gates and walls the city lies four square its length the same as its breadth and he measured the city with his rod 12000 stadia its length and breadth and height are equal he also measured its wall 144 cubits by human measurement just a little little piece I'm trying to read way too much into one little text. But it just makes me think about this reality. That there's a difference between human measurement and God's measurement. God uses different measurements to determine the value and weight and meaning of our lives. One that's separate from the predominant ones. The things that would impose this rigid frame on your complex and beautiful and many-splendored life. Your life is not the frame that capitalism would impose upon you. It's not the frame that white supremacy would impose upon you. It's not the frame that patriarchy would impose upon you. It's not the frame that the words of a bitter parent would impose upon you. It's not the frame that an abusive partner would impose upon you. It's not the frame that a betraying friend would impose upon you. It's not the frame that that internal voice that has still not learned to love you would impose upon you. There's a different frame. One that is only love. That is nothing other than that. That's who we are in Christ. That is our final and definite meaning. That there's no meaning that the world could impose upon you. There's nothing to search for, nothing to find, nothing to secure for yourself. Your life is over in an important sense. The meaning of it has already been determined. And it's nothing other than the love of God. I want to read from 1 Corinthians. About what God sees when God looks inside that frame. The life that's held by the love of God. 1 Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1.30, God is the source of your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom, our righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. So I want to read from 2 Corinthians 5.21. For our sake, God made Jesus to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. The fancy word for what is happening here, the spiritual theological reality that Paul is describing, is called the doctrine of imputation. Which is to say that everything that Jesus is, that Jesus did, that Jesus accomplished, is imputed to us. So that when God looks at us, when God looks inside that frame, God sees Christ. So when you're wondering about the value, the meaning of your life, about what you've accomplished, you've accomplished everything Jesus has. In terms of the way God sees you. when God looks at you, God isn't looking at you to analyze or judge or condemn. God's looking at you with the love that God looks at God's own child with. The way that your life is framed is not in terms of any of these other worldly logics, not in terms of that LinkedIn profile picture. Right? or your Instagram feed or whatever it is that are ways of adjudicating, determining the meaning and value of our lives. It's just Christ. So when you see yourself in the mirror, when you see other people passing alongside you and you just see in terms of flesh and blood, you just see what's there right in front of you, Remember what God has revealed to you. Remember what your parents in heaven has told you, which is that you are loved and absolutely nothing else. That the meaning of your life is in Christ and nowhere else. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's message. We trust you are fed as well as challenged by the content. This audio archive supplements a video library of the entire service. The video, along with music from our internationally recognized gospel choir, is available on firstchurchbrooklyn.org. We provide multi-access worship options, both in person and online, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time during the summer, from July 4th weekend through Labor Day weekend. We are live in the sanctuary, as well as firstchurchbrooklyn.org, and the church Facebook page at facebook.com/slash-first-church-brooklyn, all one word, no spaces. Visit firstchurchbrooklyn.org for more information on both online and in-person worship. Remember that now, as always, you are loved.